Alrighty, episode 21, something, something, number seven. Let's, uh, let's get it going. Bob Dylan, he's knocking on heaven's door. Let's go. All right, that was a little slappier this time, but uh, that's okay. So, a little bit of a, a sad, bummy kind of song, bummery kind of song to start things off, but it's not necessarily a bummery type of episode. Just, uh, I don't know, I wanted something kind of quick, something to be able to get things going, you know? So, what's happening lately? Um... Last episode talked a lot about, you know, super down and outy type news. Um, this time, I mean, I mean, I guess there's still some bummy news. Um, there's a show I really like on Netflix called Lucifer. And the final season just got added. Um, and... Uh, no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything. It was. I mean, it is a very emotional season, obviously, because when certain shows, you know, if they know they're going to be canceled or they know that it's their final season, they'll do that thing where they show a lot of flashbacks. They do like montages where they, uh, um, 
they show a lot of things from the past and it's it's kind of it's kind of sad so there was there was a little bit of that going on where they kind of replaced some of the the sh- moments from the earlier seasons of the show and um oh my tinnitus um You know, so there's there's some sad moments to the show or that the season, but overall it's a pretty it's a pretty good season to end things off with. Um, I watched that recently. I've been watching some movies recently too. I remember I uh, recently rewatched this movie called Safe House. Two words with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Denzel Washington. Holy fucking shit. Um, amazing movie. I think it came out in like 2012. Um, that was a rewatch. Yeah, 2012. I rewatched The Dictator like a couple days before that. Um, what else have I seen recently? Oh, I've I, there's a, I've only seen I only I marked what's he one two three four five eight movies this month. I rewatched Wreck It Ralph. That was uh inexperience that's all i can say about that um i watched taken finally with liam neeson 2008 his daughter gets kidnapped by these sex traffickers and he has to fly over to europe and find her before they sell her off oh my god it is it is fucking intense um that movie is just wow you know the meme was i will i will find you and i will kill you well he uh Spoiler alert, this is gonna be the only spoiler alert. He fucking does. You know. But, I mean, so there's there's a taken two and I think a taken three, so I don't know if they take his daughter again or what the fuck happens, but it's oh man, it is intense. Um Yeah, so I, I finally watched that. Um then I watched this movie a few days later called Vacation Friends with John Cena. Um, wish I knew everybody else's name. Um, John Cena, Lil Rel Howery, Meredith Hagner, and Yvonne, or Yvonne Orgy, Orgy, Orhi, and I'm not sure how to say her name. Don't know her. I know Andrew Bachelor. He was in. Um, the baby, the killer babysitter, babysitter killer. I, I forget what the fuck that was, but or what it's called. But um, it's mostly actors that haven't really had a huge thing besides John. Like John Cena really carries the movie, but I mean his name alone. But like acting wise, that guy who Lil fuck what's his name, Lil uh, Rel Howery. I don't even know if that's his. Like it's a Lil Wayne type, or it's like his name is Lil or Lil. Maybe I'm not sure, but anyways, uh, he really just is an amazing actor in that movie. It is, it blew me away. Then I, I'm just gonna go down the list here because I mean, there's some of these movies are fucking fantastic. I rewatched The Dictator right before I watched Safe House, and then the two movies I I watched Red Dawn, the uh. 2012 adaptation of it. It was it was pretty good. I gave it five stars. So I'm thinking I probably should go back and check it out. Maybe it was four, four point five. I'm not really sure, but um,
Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyways, um, the two movies on here that really just stuck with me are The Upside, which is a remake of this French movie called The... Oh, man, what the fuck is it called in French? I don't even know. Um, but I saw it in German originally as Zienlich Beste Freunde. Uh, this, this, uh, wealthy guy is a quadriplegic and he hires this African immigrant to, or immigrant to be his, uh, caretaker. And they, they become like really, really good friends. Cause the guy's, the, the guy, the guy is kind of giving up on life and he's just like, whatever, he and I think part of him is hoping that this guy who's not qualified for the job at all um would kill him and then certainly in the in the remake that's kind of what he's hoping for uh in the in the remake it's called the upside if I didn't say that with uh Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad fame and Malcolm in the Middle and uh Kevin Hart fame from so so many things his stand up career for one all of the movies he's been in He's like The Rock's BFF or mini best friend. I'm not really sure. Um, really, I don't even think he's that tall. I think he's average height. And people just are in Hollywood are, you know, seven feet tall, so they call him short. But kind of like Joe Rogan, he's like 5'8". That's, that's pretty normal average height for a guy. I mean, it depends on where you are, I guess. But, like, he's not fucking tiny. Anyways, it is just a a beautiful film and... Oh, what is it? Um, beautiful, beautiful movie. The ending made me cry. I was really unsure what to think because I originally saw the French one as Seen Much Best of Freunde back in college, but it was a really touching adaptation, and I cannot recommend this enough to anyone. That's my review on uh, Letterboxd, if anybody decides to go look me up on there. Same name, Darth Niemand, all that. Um, last movie, though, in the list, Mr. Right. This came out in 2015, and this one, I think people, a lot of people missed it because it wasn't a huge thing. And the reviews on here, it's got like a 2.8 average star review. I don't, I gave it five stars. I thought it was fucking amazing. It's uh, Tim Roth. Sorry, that's not uh, not the main guy. The same main guy is Sam Rockwell. I don't really know what all he was in. Definitely have seen him before. Um. And then Anna Kendrick, or Anna Kendrick, like, the fucking amazing actress, actor, I think they all go by actor now, um, she's been in so much stuff that, like, damn, like, it's insane, um, so she's in that, she plays this woman that... The main guy, Mr. Wright, um, is uh, trying to court, I suppose, because he is a former hitman trying to get out of the game. Yeah, it's it's an interesting movie, um, to say the least. And I just I just thought it was really funny, and I I would have to go rewatch it because uh, I kind of didn't pay attention enough in some parts and I kind of just zoned out in others totally but it's 
really, really it's a funny fucking movie in the end at the end of the day. You know, it's it's just funny. Um and pretty witty, I would say, in parts. The the banter between the two and the dialogue that they wrote for the movie, the screenplay itself is really fucking well done. Oh man, I wonder how many times I can cuss before YouTube automatically detects it and age restricts my videos. I don't know. I don't. I don't really do it too much on most episodes. I let it fly because you know whatever is natural. But um, I know that they can tell the music. You know, automatically they're like, "Oh, don't don't play the copyrighted music there, bud. We're gonna come get ya." I don't think that the copyright police are Canadian, by the way. It's just uh, a fun voice I like doing. If you didn't know, but now you know. Because if you don't know, now you know. Um, I guess another big thing is like uh, there's a there's a book series called You by... really wish I knew the uh, author's name. I do not right now, but um, the first one's called You, second one is Hidden Bodies, and the third one is called You Love Me. And uh, there's going to be a third season of that, the Netflix adaptation of it, uh, coming out October 15th, I think. So this is this is before then. I have not seen it yet because it's not October 15th yet. But... Um, I'm excited to binge that in, in one in one fucking day, probably. Um, there's also a currently a third season of the show Sex Education that's out that I haven't seen yet, so that's gonna be exciting to watch. You know, um, even though one of my favorite shows has ended now, and I, it's it's kind of funny. I only discovered it right when between the first and second half of season four coming out. So I really hadn't seen it for all these all this time. I kind of just let it go and forgot about it. But shit, I was so glad I started watching it. Um, but damn, it um was a good show. I was really happy with the ending. I um. I think it's, I mean, I don't know. I really want to see the Tom, I think his name is Tom Pollock. Tom Holland, not not Tom Holland. Tom is something, the guy who plays Lucifer. I really want to see him do, you know, more uh, in the future. But I don't know, like, what, I don't want him to get typecast as, like, that type of character. But he's he's just such a brilliant fucking actor. And the dude can sing, too. Like, he's a, I mean, if that, I mean, yeah, no, yeah that's him singing. He's he's on the uh, ensemble soundtrack of the show. Uh, brilliant singer. I don't know if he actually plays the piano in the music too, but if he can, then holy shit. Um, yeah, great show. Um, sad to see it go, but I'm happy that Netflix picked it up after Fox was stupid and dropped it after the first season. Like, come on, guys. You know, you leave it at one of the biggest fucking cliffhangers of the show, and then they're just like, meh. But, um, you know, five seasons in the can. I just hope that Netflix doesn't make a habit of ending these shows. I mean, I don't I don't think it was premature. I think that they did try to cram a lot of stuff happening in the season five, you know, obviously because they knew it was going to be their last season. 
whereas uh they probably could have fleshed out some of those storylines over one or two or maybe even three more seasons, you know, who knows how long it would have taken them to tell the story their way on their timeline. But um in the end I think they did it at a pretty good pace. And it's a good story. I'm happy that I was able to experience it and watch it. I mean, I watched it all a little too quickly over the course of, like, two days, I think. But, um... Yeah, I'll have to, re- oh, go, I'll have to go back and rewatch season five and probably the whole show. I mean, it's it's a very sad-at-times show, but it's not like uh, Wilfred or Bojack Horseman or anything like that, you know? Um, cause I, they're definitely like scrubs, a sad episode of fucking scrubs. Oh my God. So like, I, I really like stuff like that, but after a certain point, it just feels bad, like to rewatch that stuff. Cause I, you know, I, I could watch National Treasure and National Treasure 2 like every night, probably just the first one. Cause the second one I'm not as into as the first one, but I could, I could watch National Treasure like every fucking day forever. Uh, fun fact about me but um yeah i um don't like watching wilfred anymore because it's just so fucking sad and honestly i didn't really feel i mean i don't know i'm not a fan of super ambiguous endings depending on what is happening and i wasn't really happy with the ending of wilfred i like i didn't like how ambiguous it was and it, I mean, it's it's a weird show. So I mean, that, that that's whatever. I like weird shit, but I don't know. It just feels, uh, I guess masochistic to want to watch something that sad over and over again. So I just don't. You know, um, I might rewatch the final season of BoJack again, maybe because, um, it was kind of cool to see what happened in the end there, but. Just watching sad stuff to be sad or to make your sad worse is not very, I don't want to say productive because, I mean, it's not, you know, having feelings and feeling things doesn't need to be productive, but it just feels counterproductive in a way that it's like setting me back and like keeping me in that rut or that hole or, you know, wherever I'm at. And I, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, I mean, I haven't switched up everything I watch entirely, but I try to find new things now. Or if I do go rewatch things, it'll be things I haven't seen in years and years and years, potentially. Like, I was going to rewatch Coyote Ugly the other day before I watched, uh, I think, Mr. Perfect. Or whatever I just said my last movie was. <gasps> Oh man, sorry. I had to uh, kind of lean back and adjust here. Gotten getting a little warm after wearing my hoodie this whole time. Um, but I was cold as shit earlier, so you know it's it's better than I was feeling. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really been up to a whole lot recently um i mean i'll i'll yeah no i'll, I'll give a jujitsu update um 
today, this morning actually, um, I went to a Q&A day, which is essentially kind of like a group private lesson. Everyone who shows up asks a question, and then that's all they go over that day instead of like an actual like uh, lesson plan or game plan for the day or whatever the lesson of the week is. Because there's usually like a theme of the week. For the last two weeks, we were doing guard passing, and this week, I think, is submissions not entirely sure because we did go over two submissions yesterday or today this morning wow it's not yesterday yet still got a few more minutes before uh it turns into tomorrow but um we went over um how to effectively finish a guillotine and how to hit it from a different type different couple of positions and then we also went over, like, very, very briefly leg locks and kind of what to do there. And then my question for the day was kind of how to avoid back takes and, you know, getting your back taken. That's something I'm still working on. And there's something that one of my training partners that I roll with consistently, he just is a beast at it. He can just reach across my lat and just pull me back. And it's like, God damn, dude. You know, chill out. But I got some good pointers today about getting out of stuff like that. And, you know, you know, it was, it was a very beneficial day. I ended up rolling with this power lifter after class for a few minutes. You know, we, we, we worked on some of the stuff we did in class again. You know, just drilled some more. Uh, practiced a few things, asked some more questions, got some more clarification on a few things, and we rolled pretty lightly for a few minutes. I mean, we we you know we did a whole round, but it wasn't. It's was probably like maybe fifty to seventy five percent. And I I did a bit more than he did because I was doing some like one eighty type pivot turns on him, trying to keep him pinned down and getting to a better position depending on um what was happening but it was it was nice to kind of go easy and do things like that um hmm interesting Sorry, I'm doing that thing where I uh, play with my phone instead of actually podcasting, or rather just talking about whatever I want to talk about. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a really good day. This is my first Q and A day, so I think I'm gonna build this into my routine. And uh, oh man, if I could wake up early enough to do this before I go, and then actually have a a whole like schedule, like oh man, that would be insane. That would just be great. And then I would actually be able to consistently do this a bit more. Because this is kind of what I did last week, too. I recorded a few episodes, put them in the can, and then released them over time. Um, I'll only have enough for this week, I think, with tonight's recordings. Um, if I choose to release these both in the same week. But, uh... Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I might I might hold off on this one. But if I hold off too long, then, you know, all the all the shit'll come out that I was talking about. And uh 
then it, it'll be I'll be giving out false information, you know. But uh anyways, yeah, so tomorrow is gonna be a fundamentals day. Uh Tuesday's kinda up in the air. I don't know if I'm going Tuesday. Tuesdays are normally advanced days. Going to Wednesday and Thursday for sure though. I mean I really like the Thursday classes because now we're doing like half wrestling, half jujitsu, and we're really working on uh takedowns, which is a it's not lacking in BJJ by any means, but it's uh taught in a way that's like like I don't know, you're not being taught like the fundamentals of wrestling. You're being taught how to take someone down and the majority of your work you're doing on the ground. So with this instructor, he's actually a wrestling coach and he's teaching us about, you know, like um whichever foot you lead with is called your sugar foot, so left and right sugar foot or um I guess the you know, no sugar foot if you have both legs just kind of chilling in the same spot. Um, how to walk, how to shoot, how to do all these different things, and we're just kind of going over the very bare bones, basic type stuff. And it's it's really beneficial. You know, I haven't really gotten to use it, but like in a tournament, uh, you start standing. You know, so I would I wouldn't want to just eat shit immediately. Uh, in that kind of setting, but. It honestly would be hilarious to just shoot a double leg on somebody, and they if they don't really know how to defend it or what to do, then they're going down pretty hard. Not potentially. I mean, not slamming somebody, but there's a way to sweep someone's legs up and give them a little more air that, unfortunately, this dude did to me uh, two weeks ago, I think, and kind of bruised my ribs up a little bit. And I was like, damn, dude, you don't have to uh, sweep me like four feet in the air and drop me. But, um, you know, that's just how powerful the technique is if you can uh, do it properly, which I'm still working on, you know. But uh, it's it's going good in that regard. Um, the guy that I was talking about that I roll with consistently, he got his second stripe, I think, a week or two ago. So that was awesome for him. Uh, I think the older guy who's like 71 or 2, I think he got a stripe on his blue belt. Which is awesome. Um, there was this guy who came in with a white belt and said he'd been training somewhere, you know, off and on, but he was looking for like a new place, and they just gave him a blue belt. They're like, "Nah, bro, you, we don't know how long you've been going, but you have all the skills of a blue belt here." So there, I think those really only only uh, promotions we've had recently, because um, I don't think anybody's really at the level where they can test for a new belt. I mean, there might be like some purple or brown belts being tested for. I'm not really sure what some of those people have with their stripes and ranks. But um, as far as, like, blue belt, that's, like, the big first... Um, the first big, um, you know, milestone. And a lot of people will quit at blue belt because at that point you kind of can pretty much defend yourself in, like, most ways or any way from, like, someone who's not trained... But then if you go to purple belt, by that time, you pretty much can do anything in jiu-jitsu from any position. At least this is the way I understand it. And then I you go up brown to black and, you know, you just, you get, somebody said like, you know, you, you learn 20% of it in the first, 
uh, or eighty percent of it in the first one to five years or whatever, and then the la- rest of your career is earning that last twenty percent, like the finessing and the fine details that make you so dangerous at those elite levels. And so, you know, I'm just trying to soak up as much as I can via sponge and learn. <laughs> Throw back to the last episode about learning. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead and listen to that episode 20 of the bedcast learning. Um, should be up on all platforms that you can find this on now. If not, then I fucked up and put them up out of order. Uh-oh. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's going really well. And I think at work we have a new guy starting. Not to reveal too, too much information. Don't know how that's going to go, but, you know, we'll see. Um, Hopefully, he's a nice addition to the team. Hopefully, uh, helps out a lot and makes life easier for all of us. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Episode 22, that'll be something coming eventually. Not really sure. Um, I mean, the topic of learning just kind of came to me in the last episode. Like, I, as I was sitting down, I was like, man, what do I want this to be about? I was just going to do another something-something because something I didn't know. But, like, for episode 20, I'm like, oh, it should be a theme because it's kind of a milestone. Um, You know, and I've done 20 of these now. But with this one, I was just like, no, I want to do another something-something. Just kind of go on a tangent about whatever the fuck. Talk about movies and then TV shows that aren't even on TV. And then uh, Jitsu for a little while. But for 22, I'm going to try to figure out what kind of uh, topic I want to talk about. And then 23, maybe another topic or STS. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't have necessarily a plan or scheme of how I want to do things. But I want to, I don't want to lean too, too heavy into one or the other. I think, I mean, I don't know. It might be every other because if I do it the way I've been doing it, releasing a bedcast on Tuesday, to help uh, throw away those Tuesday blues and uh, something, something on Thursday to help throw you into the weekend. Um, then that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if I can produce that consistently that much for a while. I might. I mean, I don't know. It's it's new. So I might just record en masse and kind of, depending on the, the episode, talk less about time-sensitive stuff. Not that I really do anyways. I just kind of mentioned a few release dates on this one that are yet to pass. Um, but um, I don't know. That 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 all kind of remains to be seen. Uh, Yeah, I I think I might have to Okay, I gotta remove some fake fucking accounts that I added because you know, why not? Um 
I think I might go ahead and throw it to the outro song here. I don't know what much more else. What much, you know, what all else I can really talk about without repeating myself. Um, Going to throw it to the outro song here. Um, ah, no, 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 no. Um, Ooh, Lordy, Lordy. Ooh, no, 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 no. Oh, man, I'm just, I'm about to tear my shit down. Um, it's been a couple episodes, but here's another uh, Joe Cocker song. This is a cover of the Beatles uh, from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, 1967, I believe. This is with a little help from my friends, Joe Cocker. Beautiful, beautiful track. Lovely cover. Love Joe Cocker. Let's get into it. Sing out of key, yeah. Oh, baby, how Yes. 
certain it happens all the time, yeah. What do you see when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but it sure feels like mad. I'm a Don't you know I'm gonna make you with my friends? I promise myself I'd get back. My co-host over here is telling me that it's a bit about that time. Uh, we've we've reached the end of our journey this evening together, or morning, or afternoon, or whenever you're uh, listening to this. It's just uh, late night here. Um, you know, we started this yesterday, and now it's tomorrow. Um, so happy, happy next day. If anybody does that too, you know. Um, um, yeah, episode 21, 22, we'll be out eventually, um, no ideas about topics or themes yet, um, website, stsbedcast.com, shoot me an email, darth, stsbedcast.com, D-A-R-T-H, I realized in the last one I didn't spell that out, um, David Adam Romeo Tom Henry. I don't I don't know if R is the same in both alphabets or not, but um, because there's a NATO and a phonetic alphabet. So yeah, intro I believe was uh, Bob Dylan knocking on heaven's door. That outro here was uh, Joe Cocker with a little help from my friends. Cover of the Beatles' wonderful track. Um, yeah, I think that's all I've got, uh, at some S-U-M Sierra Union Michael, or, I, I don't even remember what the fuck M is right now, but, um, at, at some bedcast on Instagram and Twitter, 
There's another. I have I have two Instagram accounts technically. There's also there's also something something bedcast, which is the full name of the show. But I figured that some bedcast was gonna be easy for people to find. But that account has more followers. So I mean, follow whichever one you want. It's just some bedcast is gonna hook directly up to the Twitter feed too. Uh, cause really the Twitter is just me posting the Instagram post, and that's about it. I just posted the Twitter too. So they might look like native tweets. I don't really know what they look like since I don't really go on there very often. Um, but yeah, so without further ado, I think it's time we wrap this one up. Uh, this was Bedcast episode 21, something, something, episode 7. Um, like I said, 22 and 23 soon. But we'll get to those when we get to those. So, go forth and be excellent. Spread your excellence with as many people around you as you can. And be the change you want to see in the world. Shine on, you crazy diamonds. And if you can't be safe, then just be careful. That's about it. Uh, as always, I love you all, and until next time, see ya. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. <laughs> <laughs>